everybody. On this episode of Box Office Breakdown, it finds out that the truth is out there. Nobody wanted to see Men in Black International or Shaft. But we'll break it all down next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Of course, this is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we... Prognosticate. About the box office that lie ahead. I'm Frank Moran. What's up? Carrie Lane here. I'm Amy Cassandra Martinez. And making us look good and sound even better, Bree in the booth. Hey, everybody. As always, folks, like us on Facebook. Give us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. While you're there, give it a thumbs up. Two or three or four, five. Woo. Yeah, yeah, the, the Shaka thumbs or whatever. Yes, do those as well. <laughs> uh, and also, we've got the, the chat up and running, so hop in. But if you're watching after we stream live, Carrie, what can they do? Yes, y'all can comment down below. All right. So we're breaking down uh, the latest box office. Uh, we'll also talk about some international news. And at the end, we're going to be doing some spoiler takes of Men in Black International and Shaft. So we'll give you a big, plenty of spoiler warning to know. Uh, so if you want to jump out before we get into any in-depth discussions about the shows, you, uh, those films, you have a chance to. Nice. Yes. So let's just jump right into it. Last, or this week's, because we're still in the weekend. It's still Sunday. Yeah. It's still yes, it is. Weekend. Yes. People could still see movies. That's true. Uh, we're going <laughs> to tap into this weekend's top five. Coming in at number one, Men in Black International from Sony. Uh, an underwhelming $28.5 million. Yeah, it's pretty low for big budget sci-fi. Yes. Uh, Amy and myself have both seen this film. Uh, Amy, yeah. well, we'll save our spoiler-filled thoughts for later. Mm-hmm. Overall, what did you think? Dang it. Hmm. Wow, that was it. There that's you go. It. That was it. Got to keep it snippy. It, I like it. I like. It. I hope that's on the poster. Dang it. <laughs> Dang Frank, it. What, what is your one word? Uh, meh. Okay, you you can have one more since I said dang it. That's no, two more words. You can write it as one word. That's true. Take it back. You only get one. You got no, me. I, went, I get meh. Yeah, that me. was it. That okay. was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, coming in at number two, The Secret Life of Pets 2 from Universal, $23.8 million. Has anybody been intrigued to go see this film yet? No. No? No. no. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> coming in at number three is Aladdin from Disney, another $16.7 million. And our lovely and talented Amy Cassandra Martinez did get a chance to finally <gasps> see this film. Oh, yeah. What did you think? You guys, for the last several films, I've been surprised. So if I've been super excited to go see it, I've been crushed. And if I haven't really cared about it, I've been like, wow. Mm-hmm. This was one where I was like, oh my gosh, it's so much better than I thought it was going to be. I was very pleasantly surprised. I have added that song Speechless onto one of my right? playlists. It's so good. Frank, mm-hmm. I know it's your favorite. I, I don't know what it I just did not... I mean, I, I'm all for a new song yeah. and one for Jasmine, but I just ate the song just did not resonate. With I liked me. it. You, you know what? And the reprise. The mm. thing is, there was so much emotion in that mm-hmm. moment that, yes, during the entire film, there was a lot of cheesy moments. I couldn't get over some stuff. But when it was good, it was really good. And it was, yeah, speechless was, it just made me speechless. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Tell me one I'm thing you, you could like not it. get over. Oh, yeah. I just want to hear this. One thing you could not get over. Genie's hair. <laughs> was it the Fair, top knot? The top knot, the like atrocious, weird beard situation. In blue, not in blue. I was like, ugh, stop it. But like, okay. whatever. Because I guess you think if you're uh, a, a being that is yeah. imbued with magic, can you change can change it. You can control everything. You would want you to just yeah. a, a really nicely groomed, at least presentable yeah. facial hair, right? Yeah. You know what? And I, 
I mean, I'm all... If he had done that kind of look for a little bit and then changed it, it would have been fine. And I tried... Like, it didn't... It didn't really sway my opinion of the movie because I still had a really, really good time. But that was something I was just like, ugh. Because sometimes I don't agree with how people have their hair, and that's totally cool. Mix it up. So then I'm not looking at the same thing the entire time. (laughs) But it was still good. What did you think of Will Smith in terms of him singing Mm -hmm. Disney tunes as opposed to Will Smith singing his own music? Yeah. We did get injected with some of that Will Smith-ness, which I really appreciated. And I don't think that the trailers and even that <clears throat> like preview that we got before it came out did it justice because th- that's why I was so scared. I was so hesitant to go. Even, that like, clip see it. was a little like, Egh. but it was better in the full scale. Yeah, and the thing is that like even the first song was a little bit iffy for me, and I think I was feeling that way until like halfway through the film. I was like, hmm. I'm not sure if I like this. Then I realized, well, if I'm not sure if I like it, then that means that I don't hate it. So just like uh-huh. let go and just like that should be on the poster. <laughs> um, so yeah, the good moments where he like there were there were some of those. I was like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. But it's also I'm, I don't know, like respect the property that it is, and that doesn't really scream Will Smith's you know. So I think that they did a good job balancing the both. Both of them, yeah. It is uh, at the beginning of the film where he gets ready to sing that song to uh, to the children that are yeah. on the boat. The uh, where they, it's just like, all right, we know what you're setting up when we see yeah. the person. We only see their back. Oh, that like, that was okay. that felt like a Disney Channel original movie, but not yes. even like like my time, like the new ones where yeah. it's like Ooh. I thought that too. I'm like, mm-hmm. I know exactly what we're doing right now. Yes. But you know what? Yeah. It is for a young audience as well. Mm-hmm. That and that's only like one little bit, and then it moves on. That you go, okay, cool, and then you kind of forget about it. Or I think that's the idea is you kind of forget about that moment, but yeah. then you're like. Nope, not surprised. But that's okay. I, I like who it was, and I like that relationship. I thought that was actually kind of an interesting addition. Yeah, and the thing is that this is one of the few remakes, live-action remakes, yeah. that I've been like, they added to it, they improved mm-hmm. on it, and I love Naomi Scott now. I'm like, dang, girl, like you're so talented. I didn't really know about her that much before, and mm-hmm. so I found myself like looking at IMDb. Same for Mena. Mena Masood? No. Uh, Aladdin? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, where well, I was like, wow, you mm-hmm. guys need to do more stuff. You're talented. Good for you. All right, so quick power ranking. We've got Cinderella, Jungle Book, uh, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. Okay, well, mm. knock out two of those because I haven't seen them. Got it. Because I didn't want to. Okay. Because mm. of the live action thing. So I've seen Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. And Aladdin's first, for sure. Beauty and the Beast is like, uh-uh-uh. Got it. Carrie? I've seen all those. Um... Beauty and the Beast, I kind of put at the bottom because they didn't really add to it enough. I mean, they gave it a little bit with the mom, tiny bit, because we were like, well, whatever happened? But I I feel they really uh, dropped the ball with not making the Beast practical effects. Because it's like, come on, that's the easiest one they could have done. It's like they've been doing that since the 90s. Uh, My friend was talking a good point. She's like, have you guys seen Face Off? It's like, you could have someone make it instantly. Like, it could exist. And so the CGI really takes you out of it. Uh, I thought Cinderella was a great kind of take on it as well to change it up. I like that one. Mm, Jungle Jungle Book is a little bit hard because it's CGI animals. So then you are like, and then a person. Yeah, but I do have to say with Aladdin, Raja was... Oh my gosh, I wanted a pen. Um, I feel about Iago. I wanted more. He's I like that he talked talked, but yeah. in the cartoon. But 
this movie makes it more real yeah. and it makes sense of that's as much as do, parrots do can yeah. speak so I'm like eh, sure yeah. uh, I put Aladdin pretty high up there then one I, I know I only said like two but um walked away with I probably have felt more fun when I walked away from Aladdin so yeah probably Aladdin might be number one on the remakes yeah hmm. right. what about you Frank uh I have not seen Cinderella okay yeah. so but I would go Beauty and the Beast First? Last. Okay. I was like, whoa. Uh, yeah, Beauty and the Beast last. Jungle Book? I, I think I enjoyed, you know, I, I think this is what we talked about a few mm. weeks ago, where I was not as bold in the, the original Jungle Book cartoon as I was Fair. to Beauty and the Beast, or mm. I mean Aladdin. So I would put Aladdin second, then Jungle Book number yeah. one for me. Mm. Hey, Bree, do you have a, have you watched these as well? I've only seen the Jungle Book one. Okay. <laughs> so, and so I didn't love it. And that's number four for Breathing. Okay. <laughs> she didn't love it. That's right. Uh, I yeah. just didn't like, Scar- I liked a lot of it. I just didn't like Scar Johansson as the snake, which like, uh, unfortunately threw me off of it a lot. I've, uh, I thought that was an interesting choice. I'm like, okay, so they made this snake mm. sexy, seducing female voice that I'm like, okay. Because that was a gender swap that I'm like, but why? Uh, based solely on any trailers that you've seen for the other three films, rank them right now. Aha! Uh-huh. Okay. Based on just the trailers <laughs> yes. and your and your initial like thoughts. That. Then I think Lion King one, Dumbo two, Aladdin oh, three, and Jungle Book four. Oh, interesting! Dumbo goes way down on my list. I forgot about Dumbo. <clears throat> yes, and, yeah, and Beauty and the Beast goes to like negative. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> Uh, leave comments down below on your ranking of the Disney remakes. I am curious of what order you would put them mm-hmm. in. Yeah, I forgot about Dumbo. That goes yeah. way, way low for me. Aww. I heard it wasn't great, but the trailer, you, you told me on the trailer, and the trailer looked great. The trailer looks good. Yeah, the trailer yeah. looks good. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I mean, it tells you Dumbo. in that, like, two minutes, you're like, all right, cool. And then you watch the two-hour-plus film, and you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, folks, all right, we're jumping back into our top five there. We've got Dark Phoenix coming in at number four. Made another $9 million there for Fox. Then we have Rocketman at number five from Paramount, $8.8 million. The other film that opened wide this week uh, was Shaft. Usually just do our top five. We'll stretch it out for top six this weekend because it was also the subject of our box office bet. That came in at $8.3 million. Uh, looking at the chat, uh, Jenna James says, Love Shaft. There were some cringe moments with Jesse T. Usher, but enjoyed it overall. And I will wait for streaming slash Amazon Fire Stick for MIB International. Well, Shaft did way worse than we thought it was going to be. Yes. And uh, yeah. Yusuf said, I love Shaft also. So, yeah, interesting. Uh, so the few people that did go see it liked it for the most part. Yeah, I, that I've heard that there's a big difference between the critical score as well as the audience score. Uh-huh. There's a so mm-hmm. people that have seen mm-hmm. it seem to have liked it. It did have a troubled production. Uh, you know, I saw it, and you know the the Red Band trailer that came out just a couple weeks ago really sucked me into the film. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I am down to go see this film. Yeah. The film itself doesn't quite deliver on the entire promise of that Red Band trailer, but it's still I still I still enjoyed this more than I did Men of Black International. So it dumboed oh. you. There you go. That's right, it dumboed me. Oh, dumbo me. <laughs> um, but it was, as I mentioned, the subject of this week's box office bet. So we all uh, we all overestimated what Chef was going to do at the box office. Mm-hmm. Uh, How far off were we, Frank? That's true. Well, the winner, who was just a, a mere fourteen million dollars over, wow. that was myself. 
folks with $22 million. Woo, okay. Then we had Bree coming in at a close second at 24. We had Carrie, uh, Amy then right up there next to 25. Yeah. Carrie. scared me. Oh, I went way up there. Swung for the fences at $32 million. Yeah. There you go. So you'll find out who's the man. Uh, I'll see it later, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to, I'll mention when we finish this in a second. I did watch some other movies of Catching Up. So. Oh, very nice. Oh, well, great. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's, it's you know, I, it's a film you don't need to rush out to the theater mm-hmm. to watch, but it's not bad. Hmm. Yeah, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. We'll talk more about it uh, at the end of the show. Yay. Uh, so that's our top five, or top six, I should say, and we're going to do another box office bet in just a moment on a couple other films that are opening up this weekend, uh, this coming weekend, and that is going to be, we've got Anna from Lionsgate on 2150 screens, Child's Play. Woo! I don't know about that one. I'm actually excited. 2,500 plus screens. And then lastly, <gasps> Toy Story 4. Woo! <laughs> I'm so excited. What a, uh, a mirror 4,400 screens there. So, mm-hmm. folks, start betting, uh, voting away in the chat about which one of these three films you would like us to do the box office bet on towards the end of this episode. But before we move on to other stuff, Carrie, you mentioned you yes. caught up on some stuff. Uh, I finally saw Christopher Robin. Oh, wow. I know. There's some that I'm like, oh, yeah, it's on Netflix now. I liked it. Uh, I, it was a hair slow. Yeah. But I don't... I mean, I liked Winnie the Pooh. I grew up watching that. But I, do, I didn't feel that super nostalgia pull. Uh, but it's a cute story. And I like what they did with the animals, creatures, uh, and real world. So that was entertaining. It, but I would say it is very young, tonally. But I still enjoyed it. That's why Amy loved it so much. I know. I didn't think it was that young, and I cried my eyes out. It was, yeah, it was perfect. Having not seen it, but I'd like to, I guess, but I also feel like it just deals with one of my least kind of favorite, I don't want to say genres of Themes. movies. It's the themes, I guess. Yeah. It's the, oh, I've forgotten how to have yeah. fun. I've got oh, a, yeah. right. I'm oh. so grumpy and old. And yes. What is fun? when you get older. Oh, brother. Yeah, no, th- that's true. But I don't really want to mention something because I don't want to spoil it for you if you watch it. But I like how that is addressed. But then other things that you maybe didn't think about ahead of time that you go, okay, that's cool they explored that. Like his rampant drug use. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, also, I saw Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Really? Oh. <laughs> How also that? very young. That one's probably even a younger kind of audience. Um, I thought it was actually kind of cute. I think it would be way better at Christmas time because uh, it was kind of weird to watch Getting Ready going into summer. But again, it was on Netflix. I'm like, sure. Uh, I like that they make her. So I, I guess I had forgotten she's the daughter of the woman who goes uh, to the the four realms. There are some plot points that are probably very obvious that I kind of was like, wait a minute, this seems too obvious kind of a thing, but I think kids maybe wouldn't know. But I also hope these things teach kids that, like, you can't automatically trust the person who's giving you information to be 100% giving you all the information. Because I feel some movies do that where the character goes, okay, everything you tell me is true, and I'm never going to question it, ever. And you're just like, come on, that's the first person you've met in this place. How can you think... Everything they say is the full truth because that's only one character's perspective. So I like that they have that. They also make her really smart and like a tinkerer, builder person, knowing like working with gears, and that does come into play later. So I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. 
like a different take on it as well. So it's is cute, but it's definitely very young. Like there's some silly stuff that was like, eh, like there's some toy soldiers that like they're really goofy physical comedy stuff that was a little too young. I'm like, okay. But those are at least in small doses. (laughs) It's not like they hang out with her forever. So cute, but definitely youthful. And is the film kind of ending where it feels like they're trying to set a franchise up? No, because like she goes, because the idea is it's like the different lands and the idea is supposedly they're going to go to war because one of them is bad and they need her help. It's basically a prequel to the nut or um, a sequel to the Nutcracker. Yeah, because like her mother was the one who was there before, and they're like, "Oh, you're her daughter, and that's so cool! Like you're now the queen." Because she's like, "By the way, my mom has passed." And then they're like, "Oh, okay, so you're the new queen, and we're so sorry to hear about that and everything." So that was cool to add that, but no, it doesn't feel like there's more. Good, then I won't be missing out if I'm not ever seeing. But I do. I think I think you'd be more in the mood if you watched it around like. November, December, like it felt that would add to it because then, like, I don't know. Do you that's yeah. a question? Do you watch holiday movies at those specific holidays or do you watch it anytime? Because I think some they are better yeah. when you're watching it at that time of year. What I about mean, you guys? Well, I saw Second Act like two weeks ago or whatever. And according to Jennifer Lopez, she was kind of like, it could be a holiday movie <laughs> because oh, it yeah? took place around, you around know, Christmas, Christmas time. time. Oh, okay. But I was like, okay. But yeah, no, I save all of my holiday movies for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'll watch horror movies all year round, oh, but they are more fun at October, too. Or at least I'm especially like, I want to watch more. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, because there's a whole streaming service yeah. dedicated to horror, so you're this like, well, true. just like, you know, yeah. have fun in there. Frank, what about you? Uh, or you're just like, oh, holiday movies. Oh, holidays. <laughs> oh, Seeing your face about it, you're like, oh. Yeah, I mean, I guess there are those films that you you feel like it's more appropriate to watch it at certain times of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Hocus Pocus or Never for mm-hmm. Christmas. I can only watch Halloween. I Never I can do either Halloween to Christmas. True. But I hold off because it makes it that much more special to watch it. Yeah, right. And then, you know, I also, um, now I'm blanking on the name, but uh, the British Christmas one, I always wait. Oh, Love Actually. Love Actually, thank you. True. Yeah. I mean, like, Four Weddings and a Funeral, I can only watch around a wedding or a funeral. Well, the TV show comes out end of uh, July, so... I'm so excited. The series that they're making, so... Uh, oh, yeah. I don't think I knew about that. I guess so. Uh, yep. You'll have okay. to. I'll have to set some up so I can watch that. <laughs> uh, watch, I'll be covering this on After Buzz, guys. Get ready. Really? Mm. Just kidding. No, um, I, I, I just promised out. Oh, what? No, no. It's that's, on, a, that's a contractual uh, obligation okay. now. It's on there. That's right. I've said it out loud. <laughs> Uh, I, I did see one film real quick. I saw a Plus One. It's uh, a new film that's coming. It's been doing. Uh, it came out just this past Friday on limited theater at theatrical engagements as well as on demand and digital. Mm-hmm. But it uh, stars uh, Maya Erickson and Jack Quaid. So it's a uh, it's a romantic comedy about uh, two friends that I yeah. uh, have ten weddings to go to through the course of the year Oof, and decide rather than go there single, they're gonna go as each other's uh, Plus One, and then you see what happens. And then, to them. Do they fall in love? They do. And then some things happen after of that. Of course. Yeah. You know, okay. Okay, so it's not the same premise, but it reminds me of Wedding Date with hmm, Will and Grace. I know her name. Grace. Grace. Deborah Messing. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> with her and my best friend's wedding. Hold on. Yes. Yeah. That guy. Dylan McDermott. Thank you. Yeah. So that's what it reminds me of. But you said it with a smile, so I'm especially intrigued. Yeah, I, I find myself ah, enjoying it. Yeah. yeah, and that's not just saying. Yeah, I did. Okay. I uh, 
I enjoyed it. It was much better than I thought it was going to be. And I did get a chance to talk to the directors last week. So <gasps> check that out there on Popcorn Talk and I Talk Movies. It's, uh, you know, Brie was in the building and she fell asleep during that interview. Aww. So that's how good it was. Yep. It was so soothing. It was calming. <laughs> it was that was it. Yeah, yep. therapeutic. And, uh, mm-hmm. Don't wake her. Don't wake her. No, uh, but no, they, I'm sorry, they, I was just sleeping there again. Sorry. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what I, yeah. The the directors are great. They wrote they uh, they wrote it as well. Wow. Uh, I thought they did a really solid job. So, I romantic comedies are hit and miss with me. Yeah. But I felt like this one was really good. I thought they achieved the objectives they wanted, which mm-hmm. is to try to reflect the lives of their friends around them and things that they aren't seeing in other romantic comedies that they could oh, bring okay. to the screen. And I thought, that, I thought that's they did. That's cool. Yeah. Is it, so it's going to Oh, yeah, where else could we watch it? Or? It is. I mean, you could watch it right now. It's on, on demand or digital right oh, now. Nice. Or it's uh, some theatrical runs. I don't know how long it'll be in theaters, but so a limited amount of theatrical yeah. runs. Very cool. I'm yes. so excited. There you go. Check uh, it out, Amy. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> King's Portal liked our I Save My Holiday Movies for the Holidays. Well said. They said in the chat. <laughs> uh, a lot of people are thinking toy. Uh, people are a little mixed on how they think Toy Story will do. Like, are we feeling the year are flops? Or are we going into the summer with good ones? And they're like, well, hopefully, Toy Story might turn it around. You know, I, you know, I mean, the initial buzz that I've heard about it has been very positive. Yeah, same. Most of the people I know who've seen it are like, it's good. Yeah. A lot of people cry. I, I, you know, I feel like I'm willing to trust Pixar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I feel like, other than the good dinosaur side, I will mm-hmm. enjoy the film. Yeah. Uh, if not really, just be enthusiastic about it. I very you know, rarely. I totally forgot about the good dinosaur until we this week because of Toy Story. Everyone's been talking about the Pixar films, and then that got brought up like three times. Like, oh, I completely forgot that was actually a film. Yes, that's that's an under. It's not a terrible film. It's just an underwhelming film. A truly terrible Pixar film is Cars Two. That film's garbage, guys. Cars. That's Who did awful. Dinosaur? Wasn't there a Yes. Like 2000? Like yep. Uh, DreamWorks? Not, I think it was DreamWorks. Not The Land Before Time. No, nope. not The Land Before Time. But uh, Cars 2 is awful. Focuses I way see. too much on Mater, the character that is the most annoying in the Cars franchise. Mm. Well, I would beg to differ that Mater fans out there would say it's one of the best. Oh, oh. There are no such things as Mater fans. It literally you, came out in 2000. Know. It's called Dinosaur. And it's just as, it says Disney's. Oh, well, look at that. Oh, that's right, because they did have an attraction over at Animal Kingdom based on that. Right. Where you're escaping the, the comet that's coming to destroy the world. <laughs> yes. There you go. So you can see, Yeah, we can see the dinosaur's last moments. That's great. In the ride, that's you are awful. racing away from the, the comet that's coming you to know. take them away. Hooray. So oh, start putting your votes on what we're voting on, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quick international news here. Uh, Men in Black International, uh, you know, didn't just underperform here. It also under- underperformed internationally as well. It uh, basically got $73.7 million at the international box office. Adding to its soft weekend here, it got $102.2 million globally. Wow. Yeah, so this is basically on par with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and 19% behind Men in Black 3. Which I still feel is a better film than this one. Mm. Uh, they were number one in 36 out of 56 markets, including China. Uh, the start there, however, is about $30 million below, uh, or excuse me, below the $30 million that they're expecting pre-release. Eesh. Yeah, so, uh, you know, that is one thing. It's like, and we've been talking about this a lot with, not just this year, but even last year, too, with... Uh, uh, sequels to franchises that we've yeah. loved. Especially when there's been a long gap of time. And they've mm-hmm. all... Incredibles. Seen, that was, yeah. yeah, that was last That's year. That's a long it gap. It did well, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, and I think, I mean, I 
the film was fine. Yeah, it was fine. I don't know if I it quite got that same magic that I was expecting from the no. first Incredibles yeah. film. But still, it was. Mm. Eh, I, it was I fine. well, it's hard because as soon as you get a sequel, you're like, okay, cool. How does it compare to the first one? And for me, I loved both equally in different ways. But it was also one of those things that people wanted it for so long. And mm-hmm, I think that mm-hmm. that's what studios need to listen to. Because if you don't have people like, come on, give us a sequel, then maybe don't do it. You mm-hmm. know, like no one was like, come on, guys, we need another Men in Black movie. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, Were did, people? Well, I don't, you know, because the concept is so good. We talked about this True. last week. Mm-hmm. The concept yeah. is so good that you, I think the world building is yeah, great. you'd want to see something else in there. It just, it needed to be a better film than this one was. I, I do have a question then on Shaft. Uh, how uh, much does it matter if you've ever seen any of the other movies? I mean, it's it'll just, uh, I guess, deepen your appreciation for some of the stuff. Okay. But, I mean, it does have a, a tie-in to the Sam Jackson film from 2000, then which ties into the Richard Roundtree films back in the 70s. So, I mean, it is all connected. Okay. But you could, wa- you could walk into this one and still be fine. Cool. Because yeah. that's something good with franchises that, in case people haven't seen the other ones, if someone randomly is like, oh, cool, I'll check this out, it's really unfortunate for an audience member if they're like, if it requires too much yeah. and doesn't kind of let you know, be like, by the way. Yeah, I mean, because you speak like how many people were crying out for a Men in Black film? Like, I would also uh, yeah. think, like, who was really crying out for another Shaft film? Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Apparently, the box office numbers told us not yeah. many. Well, I thought you were going to say Fast and the Furious franchise-related stuff. Oh, no, but that... Um, I mean, I'm gay. Hobbs, I'm Hobbs so and Shaw excited. Look, Hobbs and... No. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs, yeah. Looks so cool, though. I just love The Rock. But are you not jazzed about it? Oh, I'm so excited. Do you but, think? But do you think the general moviegoer is not? I think the general moviegoer might be, like, another one. Uh, but people that love The Rock or Jason Statham or are so into the universe that is the Fast and the Furious universe, they're like, yeah, dude, I'll do 50 of these. I don't care. But you have to get past that point. Heck, when I went to go see Aladdin, sometimes I think we forget that because we love movies so much, the average person doesn't go out to see it in the first two weeks. Like, Aladdin's been out for a while, almost a month, and it was a packed theater. And oh. it's not necessarily because it's like, oh, I couldn't get a, a ticket before, you know, like with Endgame. Could it's it be like, summer? Like, people have time sure, sure, yeah. But people, like, don't rush to go and see these mm. movies. So, I don't know. Slow mm-hmm. box office numbers ticking up. But it's interesting with uh, with The Rock, though, is because I enjoy him tremendously just yeah. as, a, as a personality. and it, 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 But I feel like his films never really deliver on the promise. Yeah. They can be fine, but they're never like, holy cow, so satisfying. But like the Fast and Furious films, well, even this last Fast and Furious was yeah. kind of rough. But I, like Moana, I mean, he's just singing in that I one. I mean, yeah. he's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I but, even like the um, Central Intelligence. San, no, uh, Andreas. San, San Andreas. Andreas. That was actually like as a disaster movie. Yeah. It was entertaining, but it's definitely like in the category of disaster movies. Yeah. But Hobbs and Shaw I was like, okay, this looks so cool because you like those characters, yeah. you want that extreme action, and them together look so entertaining. So you're like, okay, yeah, I'll watch that. I mean, you had well, you had Jumanji, Rampage, and then oh, yeah. one Jumanji one. was good too. Actually, uh, it was fun. The Kevin Hart stuff really. Oof, At least he was small doses. Jack Black is what steals the show. Though. Yeah, absolutely. No, oh, my. yes. But no. I'm hoping because like the rock. The, the rock that I enjoyed in Fast and Furious, oh, uh, Fast Five. Star is what about uh, Baywatch, Frank? 
That's hey! a rough one too. <laughs> that was speaking of remakes. Yeah, that's that's a movie that you'd watch on the weekends, like in the morning when you're like waking up and like, all right, this is on. <laughs> so sure. you're not your mind hasn't fully awakened yeah. yet, so you can let stuff slide. I, I feel yeah. like you know, just because you don't go out to the movies, you save your special movies for like at home at seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. It's like ooh, it's seven. Fancy you're up time. early. I like that. No PM. Oh PM. Seven PM. Okay. So if it's in the afternoon slash evening, that means that they're super important. The morning ones, you're like, mm. you know, uh, folks. Precious. I am <laughs> making the call right now. We're going to be starting a special part of Box Office Breakdown where it's like Amy's special movies, where you will just tell us which movies are you going to be joining in that special time. I mean, I saw Fame again, the original one at a special time. <laughs> What was the special time? It was like in the evening. Yeah, like seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Special time. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, uh, but yeah, but the rock that you see in Fast Five, where a friend gets introduced, yeah. and you're loving that character, yeah. and it, like that's the way I want to feel when I see a film with the rock. Mm-hmm. That enthusiasm. And I'm hoping Hobbs and Shaw delivers that because yeah. the trailer does, and I just want the rest of the film to do it as well. Oh, quick thing though, Hobbs and Shaw. Good point. Gregory Castillo says Hobbs killed Shaw. Oh, Hobbs killed. Han, and so they are not wanting to see the movie. And I mean, Shaw killed. no, they said it said never mind. Then they go. Sorry, they go. Uh, I mean, Shaw killed Han. That's and I'm true. like, that's a good point. It's tough. I mean, that's the one thing that's hard but to look over. He's an assassin person. So I mean, the one you could do it with Hobbs because he did not have that personal attachment to Han as much as the rest of the core cast did. Mm-hmm. So if any character that you could put Shaw with, it makes sense to do it with Hobbs. Mm-hmm. You couldn't see. I wouldn't. I would be a hard time buying like a a, a Vin Diesel. Film mm. with Shaw, mm. like yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, Toretto and Shaw. I couldn't buy it. Yeah, it'd be too much. I, he would have to, you know, kick his ass for what happened uh, to Han. Better luck tomorrow. There we go. Go watch that because then that's Han prequel. Oh, there you Indirectly, because he's like the same character. <laughs> that was like, oh my gosh, it's it's Han before he's Han. Uh, meantime, folks, I know we're all wondering how Avengers Endgame is doing. I know right, Amy always is keeping tabs on this right now. Two hundred and two point seven four three billion. Right now, so still behind Avatar. Do you think it's going to make it? Nobody else is expecting it without a re-release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. Amy's not giving up hope. Yes. She's yeah. not giving up hope. Never give up. No, never, never give up. Never surrender. surrender. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> uh, so, folks, we're going to jump in. We've got about eight minutes left in the show, mm-hmm. so we're going to jump right into our box office. Oh, actually, before Wait, our box we office, but we get to our top five. Yes. So keep voting away there for either Anna. What Charles is our Play tally? And Toy Story Four. But in the meantime, we'll do our top five for next week. I can't imagine anything else other than Toy Story 14, number one. Same. Yeah. Yeah, I say Toy Story. Then I'm going to say Child's Play. Because Men in Black International. how many horror movies. Yeah. Yeah, well, Men in Black International is going to go down at least 50. So, yeah. And then I would make that three. Men in Black International three. And then just kind of... But do you worry that the Child's Play could fall into the Men in Black International where it's like... People like Chucky. Do people yeah. want well, a new Chucky see, film? We didn't ask for they it. They keep making them, though. Yeah. And I will go see them. I mean, this last Halloween film, that Mark did... Mark Hamill as Chucky. I'm kind of there for that. Yeah. I don't know. He just looks so... The character, the doll looks so he, weird. He looks rough. Yeah. But yeah. maybe the that's the point. situation. Yeah. It, yeah. I... Uh, I'm gonna watch that in my special time. So it looks time. like Toy Story One. <laughs> you're gonna what? I'm gonna watch that in, in your my special, special time. time. 
Um, so are we you thinking Anna is getting <laughs> nothing on the box? I've five? never heard of Anna. Uh, I've seen the trailer on Hulu. Uh, it looks very standard uh, female who is trained assassin person, like generic, and can change their look. It's alias. So it's, not getting on top it's atomic blonde. Atomic Blonde. Like, it's Peppermint. nothing about it looks yes. super freshly new. I, if you want, like, girl kicking butt kind of movie, that's what it looks like. Um, but Dang. it also has, um, oh, there's an actress in it, too. I'm blanking. But uh, there's some other people in it that maybe it could be a draw. But yeah. given, like, the low performance right now of what we got in our top five currently, I could... But see, Actually, Anna no. could be... I, I could almost go... Oh, thank you. Uh, it's he, Helen Mirren is in it, so she looks. I'm like, ooh, I really? like her. So I'd be curious to watch her. Oh, whoa, right, she's different. different look. Yeah. So I could almost say Toy Story, then Child's Play, then Anna, and mm-hmm. then the Men in Black, and Secret Life of Pets, and then Secret Life of Pets. Yeah. Mm. Because I mean, Anna is like a, another a new action one, and I know like almost summer is the okay. I just want something fun and like explosions and fight stuff that that's like a okay cool but yes i it's a good point that you're like what movie hulu's had the trailer so i've seen them a bunch of times yeah i mean i would i could see going with you carrie just because i feel people are so disappointed at ben and black international and secret life of pets Mm -hmm. that they're you know it's like well these are disappointed us maybe we'll at least see something something different could be good yeah could be i want to know also like from people if people go to the movies with a purpose of seeing a certain one or if they just go and they're like let's see what's there so if they're like, well, let's see what's there. Ooh, what's Anna? Oh, it's an what action. Let's go. I always go with the plan. Me too. And Same. plan B, C. Um, I mean, I buy them. Leave a That's comment. True. What do you do? You know. Do you just go to the movies or do you have a plan? I all, Yeah, plan and then there's a backup in case like something happened with it. But I've been in line and there are other people like, well, what do you want to see? Uh-huh. Huh? No. What? No, get never it. done get that. It. You buy them and then it's like it gets added to my calendar. It's like mm-hmm. it's an event. It's an event. It's planned. Yes. Yeah. It's an event. I love it. Uh, all right, folks. Uh, Amy, do you disagree in the top five? No, I already said mine. It's okay. different from you guys, but that's it was so unremarkable. It was, I it was perfect. Oh. So. It was perfect. <laughs> You'll, it'll be the one that's like for real next week. Oh, perfect. Okay. So. Got it. That'll remind me when I put this together <laughs> exactly. next week. Perfect. Yeah. So, folks, we're going to jump into our box office bet on the film that you voted on in the chat. You've decided which film we're going to bet on. We will decide mm-hmm. what we think our open, the opening box office total of the film you're choosing is. Whoever is the winner, who's closest to the actual total, will be the prognosticator. Prognosticators. Like me, it'll be me next week, guys. No, I'll be the winner. It'll be me. The loser will be uh, like Carrie. I'll we'll have to go see the film. <laughs> right. We'll go see it. Courtney agrees it. with our thought of Toy Story, Child's Play. Oh, uh, then Anna, Men in Black, and Secret Life Pets. Got taste, Good Courtney. Job, Courtney. You got yeah. taste. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So uh, do we have, I'm going to do my, uh, my usual Ken Jack shot up. Toy Story? Oh, yeah, Toy Story. Toy Story. All yes. right. Tim Allen, Tom Hanks. Uh, what was oh, the last box office numbers for them? Oh my goodness! Uh, I didn't mean to throw you there. No, no, no. We'll, we'll find I'm out right wait, now. What, I'm curious on that. Of how much did the third one make? There we go. Um, all right, we'll find out right now. There we go. Toy Story. Oh, okay. Oh. This is great. The the quiet typing time is is perfect Opening for people listening. Weekend that one ten. All right. Wow. Yep. Do you have 110? 110. All right. So that's what Toy Story 3 did. That came out again nine years ago. What did it come out against? 
Um, oh, that's a whole other search there. Yeah, that's a whole other one. So, I'm just saying that also could true. play into yeah. it. It would make a certain amount. So, that'll be our... Uh, Bri, I assume you're going to be joining us for this? Yes, I'll join. Ah, fantastic. This hmm. is going to be great, folks. I'm seeing some screens. high numbers so far on people's bets. I mean, okay. it's getting good word of mouth. So, I think this is going to be a high bet situation for everybody. Uh, Ken Jack has 151. Uh, sorry if I say this wrong. In Saeed says 101. Uh, I thought I saw some other numbers. Oh, this is All right. Uh, we got our number like that. I'm, here we go. I will go. So, okay. All right. Got my number like Oh, wait. Did we say 110 before? Hey. She's looking up how much Toy Story 4 could make opening weekend. Boo, hey! You guys don't realize I literally do this every week. Well, yeah, but you, we don't need Courtney to know says that. 115. Neil says 122. I mean, that, Amy's the one that, that yelled it out. Oh, Gregory says 105. Uh, <laughs> Ms. Saeed's changed theirs to 185. I do this every time I also lose some of the time. Oh. Amy's feel like you know, she's not saying it isn't real. <laughs> okay, well, what did they say the projection is? Uh, one thirty. Interesting. All right. But they said that it could be as low as one hundred five. So between one hundred five and one thirty is what they're saying. All okay. right. Uh, King's well, Portal says one sixty. Bree, with that in mind, do you have a number? I'm going one twenty eight. One twenty eight for Bree. All right, all all right. Right. Oh, channels in the chat says, "Oh, cheater." <laughs> Amy, what you? It's a look you're researching. I'm researching. Yes, that's not right. cheating. Yeah. I, it's often wrong. You yes. gotta go with your gut, Brie. It just always a number like comes Sky from Sky Patterson soul. says 130. Oh, channel said now we see behind the curtain. <laughs> I what say what 113. 113. All right. Okay. Carrie, I went a little low, kind of 98. 98. Oh, all right. Well, I went uh, just slightly above that. I went 101. Oh, okay. Look at that. Oh, this is going to be a hot contest. Wait, what did Bree say? What did you say again, Bree? Bree did 128. Okay. Okay. Oh, Amy's Amy's like, as long as I'm you not You says accurate. 160. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. All right. Uh, folks, we uh, we spent too much time just gabbing out other things. We're going to miss about So maybe our... I'll see the other movies by next time. Then, yeah, and then, then I can, can catch up. Yeah, yeah, totally. yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we will save our spoiler full of talk for Men in Black International as well, Shaft, until next week. I feel like I was dropped the T in Shaft. I feel like Shaft. I got lazy with my T yeah. I got to get that T going on the Shaft. Uh, so, folks, thanks for joining us for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. As always, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you, everybody, for hopping in the chat. Give us a thumbs up while you're on the YouTube channel. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. However many you can. And, Carrie, if they're watching after we stream live. Yes. Comment down below. We've asked a couple fun questions. We'd love to know your responses. Yes. And uh, get ready for next week's uh, special it. segment with Stop. Amy. And no. a special time. No. Special time. Yes. Now, if you want to stay in touch with any of us, even after the show's over, Brie, where can they find you? You guys can find me at Brie, B-R-I underscore Phipps, P-H-I-P-P-S, on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> and you guys can find me on all social media yes. at Amy Cassandra yes. M-T-Z. Nailed it. Oh, my goodness. Even Thank while you. laughing. Thank a bro. You. Nice. <laughs> uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And we just started When They Cry on AfterBuzz Anime Reviews. So if you're an anime fan, we just started reviewing that one. Come join us. 
Uh, I just had to type in and remind myself to talk about Amy's special time movies next week. <laughs> Folks, follow me on the Twitter grams at Happy Go Jackie. We will see you back here next week with an all new segment of Amy's special time movies. Oh my! Right God. Here on Box Office Breakdown. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.